0: Everyone, hello. My name is Matt Armando,
1: and I'm Emily Riggins, and this
0: is TBD
1: with Matt Emily. Hi, hello.
0: Uh, welcome, Emily. Well,
1: welcome, Matt.
0: <laughs> to here, to being here, to recording.
1: <laughs> we are recording right now.
0: Um, what are we, we recording?
1: I was just going to ask you, but I'll, I'll answer. Um, Matt, we're recording a podcast. It's called TBD, T E A B D. No, I point that out because we're going to be drinking tea this entire conversation.
0: There's tea here.
1: Yes, there's tea. I just had a sip.
0: When we say tea, when we say TBD, it sounds like just the acronym.
1: What's three that? letters in a row.
0: Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be wrong to think that, that is an acronym, but it's not the one we're going for. It's tea. Spell that all the way. T-E-A. The drink. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but the BD part is important. Yeah. Because we have a guest. Spoiler alert. We have a guest. There? And yeah. they have a topic that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. So the topic is to be
0: determined determined you weren't sure what, what What were you gonna say
1: i always think it's decided i we Some people say it's determined we've had this conversation had I,
0: on air off air and
1: then i just <laughs> get stressed out and don't know the answer and so i paused
0: um i panicked to be determined to be decided decided to be determined i think it's tbd because well all right determined or decided hmm I'm trying to like break down what the difference between decide and determine are. Well,
1: decided sounds like it's going to be decided later. Determined sounds like it's just the answer will reveal itself. The
0: decision has been made, but we don't know what the decision is. That's why yeah, there we yeah. go. We aren't we do not know the decision.
1: Yeah. But the guests might not know their decision either. That's sometimes the na- sometimes yes. they have a few topics in mind.
0: Yeah. Happens about 40% of the time, yeah. I would say guests are like, I brought two topics. I'm not sure which one I'm going to talk yeah. about.
1: <laughs> but you know what?
0: And then we're like, just pick one. <laughs> and if our guest that's sitting, sitting here right now not talking, if they're thinking I brought two topics, <laughs> I was going to say something similar. <laughs> feel free to still say it. Don't feel embarrassed or not embarrassed um, that you didn't bring multiple topics.
1: <laughs> you know, speaking of that guest, let's bring him on so we can <laughs> ask him these questions. Okay, sure. Let's uh, do it. <laughs> audience, Matt. Thank you. Welcome to the podcast stage. Another Matt, oh my Matt God. McCormick. Hey,
2: hello, hello, Matt. Hi, guys.
1: Um, do you have one topic or two?
2: <laughs> I brought I brought one. Uh-huh. I definitely went through a few. Okay, like over. So the last... you made the
1: decision. Prior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. you decided.
2: I, <laughs> I knew that I would have been stressed mm-hmm. coming here today if I hadn't. You know, yeah. if I didn't have something in mind.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah I definitely. Mm-hmm. Now what I'm stressed about is this. Is this the second? This is the second episode in a row we've had a Matt as our guest. Oh, and you guys are the first two Mats that we've ever had. Oh geez, so, so you're worried this is a pattern? I'm like, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> Emily last week was teasing me about she, every time she said Matt, she was always talking to the guest and never to me. Oh my goodness! <laughs> uh, so I'm worried. I'm getting. I'm worried these are auditions for me which getting man? replaced. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, okay. Em, Emily doesn't want. uh she doesn't want to change the name at all. She still no. wants to be TBD no. with Matt and Emily. I'm,
1: yeah. I'll, I didn't want to bring this up, Matt, but I am. I'm. It's this is an addition to replace you.
0: Oh <laughs>
2: God. We're still oh, gonna no. use your
1: apartment, all your recording equipment. We're gonna oh, need you to geez. set it up.
0: Mm-hmm. I'll be well, here. I,
2: but, I, I gotta be honest. This is creating like a confrontational <laughs> atmosphere between Matt and I. Other Matt. No, you know I but... get it. I get it.
0: If, if you want to you can keep it a competition against me i've already sort of i'm waving the white flag let's put it that way <laughs> okay matt. great thanks matt. For, yeah N- you matt okay this okay It'll no matter never... what
1: you're gonna win
2: hmm. because so, i'm a guest, you you're the guest yeah, yeah so that you have to yeah, yeah. be nice to the guest yeah it's true i just to weigh in briefly on the determined decided mm-hmm. uh debate because i was like oh man <laughs> can't talk right now uh <laughs> I always think of it as determined, and I think you, na- I think you nailed it mm-hmm. because, yeah, it's like to be determined is like admitting that maybe we can't make the decision, you know? Maybe it's not up to us. There are outside forces that are going to maybe determine Yeah, this.
0: Now, I'm glad that you fi- accepted that I'm pedantic about things, although I'm just <laughs> sitting here thinking, you know, I'm trying to sit through all the things. Should it really be like TBA, like to be announced, if you already no. know the answer, you know? Now I'm even yes. more... T- tba right.
2: i feel like people would take that a little bit personally mm-hmm. yeah like like what do you mean to be in that? like you know it and you're not telling me
0: yeah That's well there is like i've sometimes i've seen like maybe mostly in the context of uh music festivals where they'll announce a bunch of bands and then oh. they'll say like to be announced like like that there's a secret extra act i've seen this before yeah yeah <laughs> or 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 maybe with like uh comedy shows i think this happens too like if you get like a big famous person to show up to your show you might not announce them until like the day of because you don't know if they're actually gonna make it to your show <laughs> and when i say big famous person in our world i mean someone who i don't know pitched a joke to snl one time <laughs> got paid 50 bucks for writing that uh yeah. weekend update big joke. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. yeah for sure. those are big shots to me um but yeah now and now i'm thinking about it to be announced but whatever um
1: i think of tbd Beyond this podcast as like sometimes you'll get like they'll release a schedule for like a football season at the beginning of the season. But like next to like December 14th, Ohio state versus Wisconsin, they would put T I feel like they would put TBD because the time is to be mm-hmm. determined or decided. <laughs> it's de- it has to be determined and decided. Right. I feel like they don't put TBA do you, though. Do but you think maybe it's like, do.
0: do you think it's like biweekly where people don't know if it's every other week or twice a week? <laughs> Uh, or it really means both things or bi-monthly. Yeah,
2: that's a, that makes me so mad yeah. that there isn't just one meaning
0: of bi-weekly. Um, I mean, it should mean, I, I think it should be, dumb, no. I mean, there probably is, there probably is a grammatical difference, but I guess I'd say it should be bi-weekly should be twice a week because bi-annual is twice in a year. Mm-hmm.
1: Um. If you were to say bi-monthly, I'd say two meetings a month.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah where my brain goes to bi-monthly yeah yeah but i think i think maybe bi-weekly is the one where people get confused does that mean every other week or twice in a week you should just say it twice a week or every other week. (laughs) just say that for (laughs) bi-weekly
2: the extra syllable isn't yeah it's It's, worth it for clarity
0: yeah just you know (laughs) get it out there emily you seem concerned
1: (laughs) um i'm not concerned do we want to get some clarity about the next topic the next thing Move tea? on, move on to yeah. tea talk yeah. Is that what you're asking me? Yeah. Let's move on to tea talk But, excuse me. I'm tea talk Tea talk Tea talk Tea talk Listeners, I had to get ready before I did that. We're talking to you today. She was
0: doing that thing that uh, villains do in movies where they like stretch their neck like that they're, I'm about to kick your ass. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: I'm about to give my speech before I do away with the both of you. Yeah. Ooh. But then in that time, you guys get right. Me.
0: Figure out a plan. Yeah. 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 Sure. I said villains, but I guess heroes probably do that same thing.
2: Yeah, you're right. It's like a, just a I'm about to do something physical motion.
0: Whoever is the bigger, stronger character will always do that before they beat up their weaker. Either like I I could see Batman doing that before he beats up the Joker. Yeah, it's <laughs> a little more bravado than he's used to, but he's a giant man in a bad costume. He can. But
1: do you think he has good? range of motion of his neck with his helmet uh, on yeah that's, I, mean, I think that's the real question this is
0: a plot point in the dark knight <laughs>
2: oh yeah just like the restriction he, of the
0: yeah and he said he goes to morgan freeman and he says hey i need a better costume and then he's like what and he's like I, more, more i want to be able to turn my head and all that stuff and he's like okay and then that's when he says you'll be more susceptible to guns and um knives knife attacks or something like that and then uh someone goes wouldn't want to make it too easy i don't know i'm getting the quote a little wrong but it is addressed in that movie
1: wow i wrote that movie Fun fact, yeah that was me
0: uh that's why i brought it up but the michael keaton one his whole head his head and shoulders is all one big piece he can't he has to turn his whole body from that 1989
1: batman yeah Yeah. the 80s tough times for everyone but not me (laughs)
0: That was a good.
1: Because I wasn't alive. Oh, okay. Well. Nineteen eighty nine
0: yeah. brought us both Batman and that uh, Taylor Swift. So <laughs> positive year for you, right?
1: Positive. I mean, you know how much I care about the Mike, Mike, Michael Keaton Batman.
2: That, uh, that's the one with Penguin, and well, that's the mm-hmm. one with multiple villains, right?
0: Penguin it's is got... in Batman uh, Returns.
2: Oh. Um, you've got but the Michael Keaton one is the one with Joker. Mike- Michael and Riddler. Keaton. Or no, I'm thinking of the same.
0: Okay. Michael Keaton. (laughs) Boy, we got me going. Yeah, I committed us to 10 minutes. I'm so sorry. uh, Michael Keaton is in the 89 Batman and Batman uh, Returns. So Michael Keaton's in both. All right. The first one is just the Joker uh, and some mob people or whatever. The second one is Penguin, Catwoman, and um, who's the guy? (laughs) Who's the more cowbell guy? (laughs) um oh yeah um god embarrassing puts the watch in his butthole (laughs) that that (laughs) other movie it's gonna come to me uh we all know who i'm talking about (laughs) um he has a weird way of talking um (laughs) he's they're all in batman uh returns and then the third movie is um batman forever which is when they switch to um not michael keaton that is um another guy and that one has the riddler and two-face in it yeah
2: so i mixed up three batman movies and merged them all into (laughs) one and you're absolutely right thank you for clearing that up for me because i would have and
0: then there's batman and robin later which has mr freeze and poison ivy in it (laughs) right right and that one is only george clooney in it is the last one
1: tea talk tea talk (laughs) tea (laughs) talk tea Talk.
0: We could restart TikTok timer. Um What tea do we got, Emily?
1: <laughs> Thank you for asking. Matt. Matt, we are drinking Matt and Matt. Yes. We are drinking Balak number forty five tea called The White Wolf. Like Jon Snow. Like John Snow.
0: It's the reference that I know because I watch Game of Thrones.
1: Um <laughs> you can leave. Um do you guys want to know some more information about this tea?
2: Definitely. Did I, you say Block or black at the beginning of the description.
1: Block. B- okay.
0: B e l l o oh. c q. The brand name. Oh, okay. This is the same company that made the T- Tiffany tea, as in the Tiffany jewelry company. Yeah. Jewelry lug, or would you call Tiffany a
1: luxury company
0: or a jewelry company? I'd
1: say it as a luxury jewelry company.
0: There we go. Uh, uh, they made the they made the tea then, and we had this tea on here. We had Tiffany's like. 150 fifty dollar tea oh wow <laughs> yeah i did not buy it don't worry. no. <laughs> neither of um, us bought that
1: um but let's i'm gonna give you the copy are you ready yeah prominent notes of cedar star anise and mint evoke expansive western frontiers hay and saddle leather cedar and snow for a truly exceptional white tea blend
0: Hay and saddle leather.
1: Listen, that's yeah. what it evokes.
2: This paints a whole picture yeah. of the American West, like is what yeah. I got from your. Yeah. My,
0: my drinking Red Dead Redemption 2. Maybe. <laughs> it was just. Um, say I
1: that. just, I wanna, let's all take a sip. Yeah. Um. And let's really go back to the Wild yeah. West. Maybe Maybe Will Smith will be there. Um,
0: <laughs> wild, Wild West. Desperado. <laughs> yeah. No, no, wait.
2: Are we going to a, a single Wild West or are we going to Wild, Wild West?
1: Like, going what? straight to the wild wild west that's where we're going oh wow um,
0: uh, before we started recording we talked about how there might be music on this episode <laughs> this might be some singing and here we are we'll uh, smithing it
1: <laughs> um but do we do we get a, uh, a an expansive western frontier vibe out of this tea it's funny,
0: yeah. <sighs> western what if i i don't i think i don't think of tea as a thing they would have in the wild west <laughs> if i'm being honest yeah
1: yeah i can't I mean, I'm certain they did, but, like, they were busy doing other things. They didn't have time for steeping.
0: I bet, like, I bet the fine ladies and stagecoaches had tea on them. Yeah. Uh, But that's, but I don't see, like, cowboys having tea.
2: I think of just coffee, yeah, just straight up coffee from a pot that you just, they mix the grounds in, you know what I mean? I, I mean, I guess it's probably associations that I'm making with, like, when I hear Wild West, I'm like, oh, okay, when it was wild yeah and you know they literally said saddle in the yeah. in the in the description so it's like yeah that's the wild country and I, yeah i definitely associate that with like coffee and then the eastern and european influences like the tea you know like yeah. civilization yeah um, it came after it that's was wild
0: stereotyping oh it was post wild yeah
1: <laughs> Post the wild. West. The tame West. Which <laughs> so um,
0: what we have now, the tame West. I'm sure, they, I'm sure people in the West drink plenty of coffee, uh, tea right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, do you guys get... I'm going to read it. Do you want to
0: sound like... <laughs> they gonna, don't have tea in the West. Emily's from the Midwest. I and am. They, have, they drink tea there. They do.
1: <laughs> they do. Um, I want to ask you guys a question. Do you get a snow vibe out of this tea?
0: Snow vibe? Wow. Matt water. and Matt
1: are... Um, Drinking their water tea, their leaf tea, their water their leaf water <laughs> Emily <laughs> pull it together
2: <laughs> i mean I, I I like leaf water as a descriptor of tea i don't get a snow vibe specifically okay. I, if i if I ignore the description that I just heard in order to try to like get a you know i I honestly get like almost a green tea taste because it's i guess it's because it's a white tea and but it's like very refreshing and i do get a little bit of the hay thing Mm -hmm. like there's a little bit of a dry (laughs) you know um but Mm -hmm. snow i don't know how to taste that in a
0: tea i I guess they must be just going for the white yeah aspect of it with the snow comment yeah
1: um do you guys want to know the actually before i tell you the ingredients list what are some ingredients you think are in this tea white tea yes but we know that
0: (laughs) hey (laughs) saddle leather
1: (laughs) yep (laughs) You got it. Snow, snow the
0: water. The wild American West as a whole. Um, I wish we made this with snow water. So there's no snow outside, so we can't do it. No.
1: It did say to use spring water to make it.
0: Oh yeah, that's true.
1: Um, and this
0: is made in Brooklyn. Yeah. So they know that snow here is dirty. Yep.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, what,
0: what are you guys getting fr- from it? I feel like you I, taste tea every episode. You must have a like, pretty advanced.
1: I read the ingredients list, so I feel like I can't oh, give an okay. answer.
0: So there's things. There's there's specific like uh, spices or, or fruits or something in here.
1: There's ingredients yeah.
0: I mean a <laughs> little help. Well there's anise in this. There's anise. I'm fam- yeah. I'm aware that there's um, anise in this. Um, I was
2: going to say almost like a peach flavor like peach leaves or something.
1: That's interesting because it's not peach leaves it's a black currant leaf.
2: Oh okay.
0: Yes. Mm. Some was. Like a little sweet le- mm-hmm. A sweet leaf. Mm-hmm. Is there lemon in it? No. Mm. I didn't think there was. <laughs> Okay. I know I'm just going to go through this. There's
1: there's um organic white tea, cedar.
0: Ah, cedar.
1: Vanilla, star anise, black currant leaf and mint.
0: Mm, mint. I guess I can I I guess I can taste the lightest hint of mint in this. It's yeah, not yeah. very minty it's though. It's super subtle. But now that you said it, I also can... the cedar also kind of makes sense. Just like wood flavored.
1: <laughs> yeah. I didn't Oh, sorry.
0: No, no. I was just curious about how you get a cedar flake. Like when
2: they say we put cedar in this, is no. that cedar bark? Is it cedar leaves? It's got to
1: be leaves, yeah. right? Because I, when I made the tea, um, I didn't notice any pieces of wood. Hmm. Um, I, I just know I did notice the blackberry leaves because they were very prominent. They were green and very big, and they looked like leaves. Um, and that's really all I accounted for. I didn't see any blocks of wood.
0: Mm. There should have so, been more.
1: Yeah.
2: But I noticed this is loose, right? So you made this with like a, a yeah. Um, what's it called?
0: Uh, Infuser, Some steeper, Infuser. or yeah. steeper. Either way, yeah. these are all acceptable words.
1: Um, I I'm gonna tell you, I don't I don't get the Wild West. I don't get the American frontier.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I like not, that. Not I,
0: rugged enough. I like
1: the image that they're going for i wish it um i wish the copy was more about wolves um this, or about Jon snow or about john snow honestly if it could just Wait, be about snow. john snow john,
0: snow. john, john snow. snow well there's a connection wow
1: well, um why the
0: wild snow. westeros
1: no good, good
0: job <laughs> these are i didn't i uh i don't want i've never really watched game of thrones but these are all the references i'm aware of <laughs> i've thrown them all out there um <laughs> I know Sean Bean dies because he always dies. <laughs> oh, spoilers. <laughs> um, um, is that like first season or second yeah. season? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: I don't get mint. I really? I don't get a lot of mint. No mint.
0: I get the, yeah, just the tiniest hint. Hint of mint.
1: Do we get the vanilla? I don't know if I, I get did. the vanilla.
2: Yeah, it's not something I ever would have come up with on my own,
0: honestly. Yeah. It's all swirling together. If I'm, be- if I'm also being honest, it's all swirling together.
1: No. Yeah.
2: There is a tiny bit of sweetness that I guess... Yeah. Um,
1: um, So, Matt, I have a question for you. really good. Yeah. We're in the middle of Tea Talk, so I'm going to ask you a question. What is your relationship to tea?
0: Christopher Walken. That's his name.
2: Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. And I'm not ignoring the question. I just was so...
0: (sighs) Okay. Christopher Walken. He's the mayor in Batman Returns. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) What is your relationship to tea? (laughs) Uh,
2: My relationship to tea... um... Okay. So, I... I think I first like I first got into tea as sort of like I didn't like coffee mm-hmm. when I was young like you know high school age uh but I sometimes wanted caffeine and my mom was a tea drinker so you know we would just always have like a simple irish tea or like a like berries or like some you know just uh just general tea mm-hmm. uh just general tea when i was growing up and so like it was my yeah it was my first caffeinated drink and then i spent a little time in japan uh living in japan so green tea is obviously a, you know a, a huge part of that culture and a traditional drink so i had a lot of that there um and it's much more just sort of a standard part of a meal or whatever you know yeah. if you go to a meal in japan you're just going to get green tea and it's so clean and, you know, um, just uh, compared to black tea, it's sort of just going to accompany everything and it goes so well with, yeah. with the food. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then recently I've gotten more um, more into... Trying out weird teas mm-hmm. uh, over the last like five or ten years, partially because my dad uh, travels for work. He's an ichthyologist. He's a fish scientist. Oh my god! And uh, yeah, it's a it's a specific, cool but very specific no. job. And uh, do you know
1: a lot about fish?
2: You'd think I would. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I know like more than the average person yeah. knows about fish. But when somebody's like explain his research to me, it's very complicated and it's got a lot to do with. Hormones and amino acids that allow uh, fish to go from fresh to salt water. Oh my it's god! Very complicated, and I don't. Yeah,
1: just like a manatee, which is not a fish, but it can't go from fresh to salt water. Like, oh really? It prefers brackish water. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about manatees right now.
2: <laughs> well, well, for a second. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, um, he travels a lot, and and he has started bringing back teas uh, mm-hmm. sometimes, um, uh, specifically. From France, I've gotten some really interest interesting uh, Parisian teas. Mm, I have like a a rose Ooh. tea right now. That's like a Darjeeling, but it's like it's, it smells really strongly of mm. rose petals, and it's
1: lovely. love a good rose tea.
2: So <laughs> hopefully, that was like my entire life through tea. I feel like it did a little bit of a deep dive, but
1: no, that was a perfect answer. That's good tea. Um, I think um tea from other places, like when you travel, is a great souvenir for yourself or for mm. other people. Um, when I, when I traveled, I went to, um, listeners might know this, Matt knows this, but, um, I went to, I did a Scandinavia trip last summer and I got tea from every place I went.
2: Really? Yeah. Where, where specifically did you get tea from?
1: Um, we went to Copenhagen, Stockholm and a place in Norway called Bergen.
2: Oh yeah. Tea from each place. I, I have friends who went to Bergen, I think. Yes. Um, that's great.
1: Yeah. And it's like
2: a lot of the time I sort of think consumable things aren't always the best thing to bring back. Like if it's chocolate or something, it's like gone in three days. Yeah. Um, But tea is great because it's something you have like occasionally and Mm -hmm. there's always, you know, they're like, you get to make so much of it Mm -hmm. over time. Uh, So I agree. It's a great, it's a great thing to bring back. Um,
0: Tea lasts for a while. Yeah. Got that bag. I got, I buy a thing of tea. It lasts me a year. I also have like 20 kinds of tea. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Do you really? That's I, awesome. There's a lot of tea over there. Uh,
2: <laughs> I have a ton of tea, but it's it's all just like in bags. This is really encouraging me to get a little more serious about my tea drinking because loose leaf is. I mean, it just is a little more flavorful. Mm-hmm. It's a little more bitter. It's so
1: fun. Yeah,
0: it's the money. You know, it's where all the best uh, options are. I mean, I'm. I don't. I'm not above bagged tea. When I go home to my parents' house, I drink bagged Lipton tea the whole time I'm there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's what's there, uh, and I have a perfectly fine time drinking it. Um, but man, if you want to explore fun tastes, gotta go with loose leaf. Gotta go loose leaf. Have you guys ever talked about those like
2: really intense teas that like they drink in? I can't remember where I heard this. So it's gonna be a vague description, but <laughs> that are like very strong experiences mentally, not hallucinogenic necessarily, but um, where. Uh you sort of like get a real rush from these extremely concentrated teas. I wish I could remember what part of the world I'm talking uh, about.
1: We have not had any of those. Okay, Seems interesting. I'll have to look into it. All right. <laughs> but, I,
2: I'm going to, yeah, I'll find the site and yeah. sort of like send it to you after. <laughs> yeah. um, after the...
1: In the morning, this is a new question I've, I've, I'm liking to ask, but in the morning, you need a pick-me-up. Do you go coffee or tea?
2: I go coffee because... Not like as a choice against tea, but because that's become my routine. Like that's the deal. I want it to be quick and strong. And I think I mostly got it from like, uh, from my dad who is an everyday coffee drinker. I was not for a long time, but then, uh, one, I started programming, which is just like a caffeine, Mm -hmm. um, centric job sometimes. Uh, now that that's necessarily healthy but it's part of the part of the culture a little bit and um, uh, and yeah I just every morning now uh, I've like just become a caffeine person where that's like you know mm-hmm. what gets me going it's just, like <laughs>
0: just like the wild west
2: just like the wild west yep I, br- <laughs> I really have been playing red red redemption too as like one of my main games right now and uh, I just think about the west the the wild west so much more than i ever have (laughs) in my life it's so immersive
0: and fun yeah Uh, i play that game super hard for a super long time did you haven't beaten it and have taken uh, a many month break from it and Mm -hmm. i which is how i play video games i i play them a bunch i love them i'm having a great time yep uh one day i or a week two weeks go by something like that uh and then i'm takes me a long time to get back yeah. I'll finish that game maybe someday
2: right you sort of lose momentum on it like yeah. you, you have it going and then do you think there's also an element of this because I, I think about this with myself is there also an element to that of um, not wanting to finish it not wanting it to be over so that you can come back to it you know and like continue that same story or is that not a factor for you
0: Um, I have thought about that yeah I don't think that's a factor okay. for me <laughs> I think it, I think it's completely the momentum thing. Yeah. Uh, and I, like, move on to another game or... I mean, sometimes I lose interest. That did not happen with Red Dead Redemption. I think also sometimes it's, like... And this is the laziest reason. But it's, like, that I don't want to... Like, if the game... If I've, like, taken the disc out or something like that and I don't, like, want to put it back in. <laughs> and like Or if, like, I've switched games. Because, like, I do... Yeah. I will, like, play a couple games at the same time and then I'll get really into the the new game or the other game i'm playing yeah. and then i get like negligent of the other game yeah um, i mean partially yeah.
2: that's just a healthy life thing to do right because if we always if we picked up a new game and then we didn't stop playing the old game we would just stack up games and just like lose all of our time yeah i feel like it's a good habit to get into as an adult when you play games to like learn mm-hmm. that you need to like let go of an old one if you're gonna like start a new thing you have your time
0: you know yeah I gotta only play. I only play a maximum of eighteen hours a day. So that's yeah,
2: the healthy... yeah, yeah. Oh, I keep it to a. I'm a conservative seventeen.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh. yeah. good. You got, I mean, you got to get in uh, five hours of work or six hours of work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one hour of sleep, six hours of work.
1: No wonder you need all the caffeine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, truthfully,
2: I do. I do sleep. I do sleep uh, a, a reasonable amount.
1: I'm proud of you. Just
2: If anybody was worried about me out there, yeah,
0: we can tell. <laughs> We actually get immediate feedback from our. Uh, my recording <laughs> device tells me if people are going to be worried about a person, so I'm oh, glad you okay. clarified. Okay,
2: that. great. And that's what that was coming up on mm-hmm. the screen. There. Yeah, there's
0: a little meter here. It Just uh, it does. Most people think it gives the levels and the time and stuff, but actually, yeah. it gives a worry rating. Okay. <laughs> about how worried our listeners are going to be. Extreme
1: concern. Uh, we here at TBD promote a healthy lifestyle. Style. Um. Style. Style. <laughs>
0: what accent is stire? <laughs> Uh
1: It's um. Tom Steyer. Yep. A billionaire accent, (laughs) Um, and you know what? Get some sleep. Get some sleep, listeners. Yes, not right now.
2: It's
0: important
1: at the end of this podcast, but then get some sleep.
0: (laughs) All right, should we wrap up this uh, tea talk with a round of a round of a question? Yeah, sure. Emily, (laughs) Matt, I have a question for you. Do you find uh, Baloch Teas number forty-five flavor the White Wolf? Um, so I'm just realizing how interesting this, pa- like how they made this packaging. It's kind of weird. Um, I guess it's like a roll of tape that they print the different labels on and then they stick it oh, to yeah. it. Um, cause it, you can see it, you can see the label like wrapping around. Um, like it's like police tape, but they also write on the, uh, the thing. Anyways, do you find this tea to be your cup of tea or not your cup of tea?
1: Matt, thank you so much for asking. Um, this tea is interesting because I feel like that it wants us to evoke a lot, and I don't get a lot from it. <laughs> Whoa! Um, it's not bad. It's just not as um. It's not as full as the description would would lead you to believe. Wow, wow! And I feel like I'm being lied to. <laughs> like I want to be able to experience the American West. I want to go through. You know, I want to be able to uh, rob a stagecoach using this <laughs> tea and i just i don't think i can mm-hmm. but that being said I, I would drink it again it's good so it's my cup of tea
0: wow. so if it was built up less yes you would probably enjoy yeah. it on a, on yeah. a different you went level. down a long path of hating on it to like come back to and it but it's good <laughs> but
1: you know and listen if it's gonna tell me that it evokes snow and yeah. leather yeah I want to feel like I'm gonna leave here big words go to what is now I don't know Nevada
0: sure and Nevada
1: I don't know find a stagecoach, crawl on top of it, break in, steal everything, and get my name in the papers. yeah, and this tea doesn't make me want to do that
0: um does Jon snow is he known for his leather at leather at all? does he have a leather anything um,
1: I don't know if they talk about the leather, but he's known for wearing black. A lot?
0: Yeah. I mean, they do.
2: He is known for wearing leather, but in the way that almost everybody yeah. around him is also wearing leather, you know?
0: I'm just wondering if the leather and the snow are both references to him. Oh. Because this no. is called the White Wolf. Oh. Like, are they just... You're just pounding away at Game of Thrones references? Literally. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's just a thing I'm throwing out there.
1: I mean, it's an interesting idea.
0: And thank you. For but finally I, saying that.
1: <laughs> I'm still auditioning for a new co-host. <laughs> speaking of
0: I'm trying, I'm I'm doing a real try-hard job of <laughs> sounding interesting oh. and having interesting opinions.
1: <laughs> um speaking of a new co-host, Matt, um, would you say that this Balak White Wolf tea hmm. number 45 is your cup of tea or not your cup of tea?
2: I would Say it's my cup of tea. I really enjoy it a lot. I mean, one, I just said, you know, like I don't get loose leaf tea often. So uh, it's just nice having all of that sort of like roundness of flavor. um yeah. And like uh, mouthfeel, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know that's like more of a...
1: You get it from, you know, listen, we're tea sommeliers here.
2: Yeah. Okay, cool. I was like, <laughs> how much should I... Um, but really, no, it's like very, um, it's very nice. It's like woodsy. Like if I yeah. didn't have all those descriptions, I would describe it as sort of like, you know, um, foresty. Yeah. Uh, it's probably the cedar and the blackcurrant leaves. But
1: it
0: tastes like um. drinking the forest. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so instead of the American West, you're like the American Midwest when Abraham Lincoln grew up in a log cabin. Yes. Era. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'll let the people of the know.
2: Yeah. Pass my thoughts on. Uh, they're definitely gonna take that into account.
0: Call this the stovetop hat, not the white wolf. Is that what he's? That's what that's called. Stovetop yeah, uh, hat. Is stove that, pipe. Stove pipe hat. Yeah, that's it.
1: That makes more sense because it looks like a pipe.
0: Yeah, pipe. Stove stovetop stuffing.
2: Oh, I guess maybe that was like the the
0: the pipe is on the top of the stove. Yeah,
2: like the, literally the. <laughs> <pipe>. <laughs> I was just wondering if it was just the base part of the pipe that that was attached to the stove. You know how like some of those old yeah. old metal stoves have like that central column that comes mm-hmm. out for the for the wood smoke, I guess. But uh, this is pretty obvious, I guess. So part it's definitely referencing that, but I didn't know if it was just the part that was actually mm-hmm. stove adjacent.
1: It makes you feel any better. I didn't even know that hat had a name beyond oh, okay. top hat for right now. Yeah, like. The, yeah.
0: like we just got we just we just educated you yeah. about this. Okay, yeah. so I think
2: it's a specific kind of top hat.
1: You yeah, know, like, like the top the hat's the broader ones.
2: category. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Anyway,
2: sorry for that tangent.
1: Uh, they don't teach us about uh, Abraham Lincoln's hats in Ohio. Only oh. what our uh, state bird is, which is a cardinal.
0: Where's Abraham Lincoln from? Illinois. Mm. Right. I was like, I know it is the Midwest, but I couldn't remember where. Matt. Mm-hmm.
1: Other Matt. Another Matt. Me, Matt yeah. A. This time.
0: Oh, 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 I'm main Matt now.
1: <laughs> main Matt, another Matt. So
0: la- last week, last week's episode, we had two Matt As even, oh so my it was even. God. Hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Do I know that yeah. Matt A? Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it
1: was. You know. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we can say sure. his name. <laughs> his
1: name was Matt Betty.
0: Can we? <laughs> he.
1: <laughs> um. <laughs>
0: we don't have to be weird about how I, I was being coy. There was another Matt A last week that I refused to mention because I. I don't know this person's, but I know his name's Matt A. And I know there's like another Matt A out there. But <laughs> <laughs> another comedian Matt A. Anyways. But we don't have to be coy about Matt Abetti. He was a guest on this show Great. last week. Yeah. Go listen to his episode. He talked about a philosopher whose name I can't remember or pronounce or never could pronounce.
1: <laughs> Ludwig Wittgenstein.
0: Something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wittgenstein? I don't know. Matthew. Yeah. Other Matt.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What'd you say? That this Valak number 45 white wolf tea, which you brew for four to six minutes, is your cup of tea or not your cup of tea?
0: Well, Emily, what a question to ask. Um, <laughs> how long do we brew it for?
1: Uh, we brew it for six minutes.
0: Okay. Um,
1: <laughs> I always go on the higher end of the spectrum because you said that's what you do.
0: That is how I also do it as well um because we're making a bunch and also why not make it a little stronger
1: it also does specifically say that you can do a second brew which we do all the time anyways Mm -hmm. but it says very specifically that you can so
0: i always i always do second brew i try to get i try to get a second uh helping out of everything
2: i'm learning a lot about tea today guys
0: it's uh it's great if i go to a coffee shop and i get a tea and i need to i take the bags out and i i take my if i'm staying at the coffee shop that's part of it um i will take the bags out put them either on a plate or in some sort yeah. of surface after i let it steep for about five minutes put them out drink my drink put the bags back in go to the register say hey gonna get some more hot water second tea i love it <laughs> uh every time i stay at a, every time i stay at a cafe i will do that
2: that's a whole technique I
0: just yeah learned. you got to do the whole thing and you got to time it kind of right i mean I, sure. I eyeball the time a little bit but you don't want to do like ten minutes, and then all the flavor's gone, and it's like, why even bother doing it a second time?
1: And then your tea's probably bitter. Ugh.
0: Ugh. Ugh. God. Um, is this tea your cup of tea or not? This is my cup of tea. Ooh. It tastes good. I like it. Yeah. It's fun. I also, am a I, I noted white tea fan. So, yes. give me that white tea, baby. It's fresh. It's re- white tea is is the most refreshing of the teas in my uh, mind. That's how I feel about it. I buy that um tea talk done
1: oh i had one more thing to say
0: Uh oh it's over
1: um i'm saying not done anyways (laughs) another reason i'm getting a new coast (laughs) sorry matt
2: (laughs) emily tea talk tea talk can go as long as you
1: (laughs) want it i was just gonna say that truly
0: it's been going for 30 minutes (laughs) I'm,
1: i'm gonna say literally just one thing sometimes i say that i think this tea would be better iced I don't think this tea would be better iced. I think it's good hot.
0: Mm. Give it to us hot. Mm.
1: Tea talk complete.
0: Wow. A swift 30-minute tea talk. (laughs) Matt.
1: (laughs) Matt M. Yeah. I want you to know that we've so enjoyed having you on this podcast. Oh. Um, Everything has been delightful. It's been a pleasure. However, it does not matter now because the most important part of this podcast is your topic. Oh,
2: my goodness.
1: And... We would love to know what your topic is today. Okay, so now's the time now when I can find we We
0: like reveal. to determine what it is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, I have decided that today's topic should be role-playing. Mm. Mm. Now, I feel like the immediate reaction upon hearing that is like, you mean in bed? But I mean in the general <laughs> sense of like playing a role, which is something I've just been thinking about a lot recently because I've been doing more and more of it in my life and I... I'm curious about why we do it, you know, and Mm -hmm. like what is so appealing about it. And I know that you guys are both, uh, you know, role players, at least in your own way, improvisers and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, that's the topic I brought. Um, And uh, I just thought it'd be fun to connect because I know you've done specific episodes on like improv Mm -hmm. and on, you know, um, uh, things like that. But like where I was coming from was like, okay, I came to New York to do more improv stuff. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I also am like a big Dungeons and Dragons fan. Mm -hmm. So that's a more like kind of formalized game version of role playing. Also have always loved acting, but haven't done it in a while. Um, and I'm just like starting to connect these dots in my life that are like, okay, a lot of the stuff that I really like is like
0: pretending to be someone
1: else. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Um,
0: I, I uh, I was going to say, to clarify, when you said you said role-playing, you thought in bed was the first thing people would think. I thought of LARPing, live-action role-playing. Okay. <laughs> was, yep. That was my immediate brain went to LARPing. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: somebody actually just, I, on a dating profile, if I'm being completely honest, I just found somebody who uh, recommended this movie about LARPing. and I don't know whether it's a movie about...
0: Is it called Role Models?
2: No. Because <laughs> that's about LARPing. <laughs> but I think this is a documentary. I'm not positive, but... Uh, I thought Role Models was a documentary, but...
1: <laughs> I...
2: Where did your mind go, Emily? Uh, mine
1: went to role-playing games, like Dungeons okay. & Dragons.
2: Yeah, okay. So I've exposed myself as the sicko in the group, and <laughs> <I> <laughs> now mean, we can I move on. Well, now like, I mean,
0: I, I, think, I we think we expose ourselves as the nerds. <laughs> uh, I, no, I just... I've seen... I have know. You LARPing done larping? I have or, never done it, but okay. I've seen it. Uh, I've seen the movie Role Models a okay. couple of times. Same, yeah. Uh, but I also, um, I think the main, I think my main um, interaction with larping was that there was this um, college quad that I did not go to. This college, but I would play <laughs> wiffle ball in their quad. They had a good like little wiffle ball area, and. Um, their quad was also this quad that you could do this was also near sort of their multi-purpose like football whatever like everything sure. field. Yeah. this is not a sportsy college um but people showed up and we were wiffle balling to larp and this happened on more than one occasion <laughs> and it was this i think we i think we always imagined the, the larpers versus the wiffle ball players like <laughs> competing for this like uh, the land or whatever um yeah. <laughs> and this this anecdote i'm giving you is probably a 15 year old anecdote um but i still think about these larpers versus us playing wiffle ball <laughs> uh, um
1: when i one quick story about live action role-playing um i've never done it but when i worked at buffalo wide wings uh ooh. every like wednesday or thursday i can't remember the exact date probably wednesdays the ohio state's live action role-playing club would come Oh, I was dinner thinking, okay. at Buffalo Wild Wings. The varsity and, team, yeah, the varsity <laughs> team. Um, and sometimes they would be dressed up, and everyone thought it was so funny. And I was like, "But they look like they're having a good time."
2: Oh God, that's of course you were just sweet about it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I do think
0: LARPing is the kind of thing that I probably was very. Uh, and I was probably very, I probably ins- was very insulting and not to them. I was not that kind of person, but I probably made fun of them to my friends. Sure. Although now I'm like, oh, it seems like a fun, fine thing. I mean, cosplaying yeah. is like a whole thing. and
2: Definitely. That's become
1: yeah. much
2: more popular across like, you know what I mean? I feel like cosplay was yeah. uh, kind of like an underground anime nerd thing yeah. 15 years ago. And now it's just so much more in pop culture.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: I probably would have been really into it if I knew it when it was like an underground thing. Cause I've always had this thing that I've, I love, I love costume parties (laughs) and I've always thought, why are they always just around Halloween? People should just like throw costume parties be like, it'd be, you know, give a, give people a month to prepare. I think that's, I think that'd be better than Halloween. Cause I feel like, like if you were, if you were to have a a costume party, let's say the 20th of May, I'm just pulling a date out of of nowhere. (laughs) And you told everybody, and I just wanted one far away from Halloween, and you told everyone in, you know, in April, you're like, on May 20th, I'm having a costume party. Wear whatever you want, anything you want. Wear just like a mask, like a Mardi Gras mask, or wear like, you know, a full-bodied Batman who can't turn his head around, <laughs> you know, wear whatever. I think that'd be so much cooler than like a Halloween party where for Halloween, like either you know you're going to dress up as something yeah, uh, because you dress up as something every year. Or you're like me, and you wait to get to inv- invited to something, and you and like that day or the day before, you go like I gotta find a costume. Yeah. But if you really were like in a month, I'm gonna have a Halloween co- or I'm gonna have a costume party. Just wear something cool. I think I'd probably go all out about that. I think I'd have.
2: There's something yeah. about it, like being an event. And like certain people participating, and it's sort of being like you guys doing it that is like appealing to me about that idea. Halloween gets so diluted into like the three weeks around Halloween, where you're like, you might have a costume, but like, are you are you talking about Halloween the day? Are you going trick or treating with your kids, or are you like going to parties around it? And it gets sort of exhausting, yeah. like whether you need multiple. Costumes. I don't know. Maybe yeah. maybe I'm
0: just expressing it. I mean if you wear something right el- if you wear something elaborate too that like has makeup or hair or something like yeah. that too, you also don't want to do it like six times in three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um like if you're just wearing a costume, then it's like, okay, I'll just throw it on again. <laughs> but I, I, I've seen, you know, especially cosplayers, I feel like if they're going for someone really intense, there's usually a lot of other preparation. It's like, oh, are you really yeah. gonna want to be doing that like three times in a weekend? <laughs>
1: for real. Um, um, I actually, so I went to one Halloween party this year and I didn't dress up for it. In fact, I didn't even really so think brave. about it being a Halloween party until I was literally at the door knocking oh, no. and I was like, oh
2: crap. <laughs> and I
1: decided I had a very silly hat on that I would have just left it on. But then my friend who opened the door also was not wearing a costume. Oh, Shouts to Alex Simmons. Sweet. Um, and I was like, oh, thank God.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> it's such a relief.
1: but at school oh, I sure. have had the same base costume three years in a row. Uh, one year I was manatee. The next year, I was a manatee dressing up for Halloween as a witch. <laughs> then,
2: this is four more times than I thought manatees were going to come up with this <laughs> conversation.
1: No. no. And then,
0: <laughs> it's a touchstone of uh, Emily's life. Oh, okay. And then okay. this year,
1: yeah. I was a manatee who went to the library to get a Harry Potter book. <laughs> she
0: was carrying around books. Yeah.
1: Um, Anyways, manatees. You're very are studying bro- the
2: Humanities. Yes. Oh, mm. I'm sorry. It's okay. I, oh, that's a
0: good a costume for next year. Um, I don't know if second graders know what the humanities are. But <laughs> no. Um, it's wordplay, children.
1: Speaking of ro- ro- word play, let's talk about role play. Mm.
0: Ooh. yes. <sighs> um, nice. Because costume a costume isn't necessarily role playing. It's yeah. just an uh, outside play. shell. You might not be role playing in your costume. <laughs> yeah, that's mostly what Halloween is: is people not role playing in their costumes. Mm. I would. That would be man if everyone had to be their costume like act their costume out for halloween that would make halloween so much crazier (laughs) insane yeah everyone who's dressed as a joker has to act like the joker Wow, (laughs) i don't want to live in that world (laughs) we're going
2: down a terrible okay but i don't know what i guess what i was really curious about since i'm i mean it's it's an odd situation to bring the topic and sort of like interview people on their own podcast but uh it was like sort of like what do what 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 attracts you to like the role playing that you do in your lives? Oh my God. Cause I'm interested in, in like, okay, it sounds like neither of you guys have done LARPing, but you have done other yeah. role playing,
1: right? Like, um, yeah. that's a great question. In fact, when I was going to ask you, so be prepared. Okay. <laughs> um, sure. um, so I think the main role playing I do is improv. Yeah. And I think the, uh, the reason I'm attracted to it is beyond that it's just fun. Um, it's like fun. I, uh, usually i'm very uh play things close to the vest and uh don't act like myself all the time but um i think improv allows you to uh try to be different people yeah and even though i'm really bad at voices and find them very stressful um it's it's just fun to to
2: there's like an aspect of that you get to change your voice in in ways that you're experimenting with that totally makes sense Mm -hmm. and uh, let me follow up question uh Because I think the stereotype or something that actors and performers say about themselves is like, oh, like the classic thing. I'm like, oh, I just don't like being myself. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I just, you know. And I think it gives this kind of perspective of like uh, they're just like incapable of being themselves. But I think that's sort of a negative way of looking at it. This isn't a question. It's a statement. But let me turn it into a question, which is, do you feel like you're escaping yourself when you do those? Or do you think it's just sort of like fun to take on a new... Are you sort of expressing things that are part of yourself, but maybe you just wouldn't express in your everyday life where you have to be polite and stuff
1: uh, like that? That's a good question. I um work very hard to be aggressively myself all the time. Really? Uh-huh. Um,
2: that's beautiful.
1: Thank you. Um, <laughs> in fact, when other people at work are like, oh, I'm never myself around my students, I'm like, how could you not be You're with them all of the time? You have to be yourself. But um, I would say I... Often do express my own opinions in improv mm. because I think, you know, yeah, that's what I have in my head. Yeah, <laughs>
2: totally. You yeah. just get to react in that authentic way, which is ironic yeah. because improv's all made up. But yeah. but yeah, you sort of get to react to the made up situation yeah. in a way that you just don't get to. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just if you guys ever know if they anyone ever starts a scene in a car dealership or a mechanic situation i will bring up the oc and the scene will just become about all my opinions about the oc um
2: <laughs> okay. wow because Is, are those related what, in some way already because i don't know the
1: series starts by ryan okay. atwood stealing a car okay it's the uh, inciting incident of okay. the show of <laughs> the show matt uh
2: yeah yeah, yeah. same question yeah <laughs> pretty much same yeah same series of questions same series
0: i'll only answer one um <laughs> uh yeah so i um I don't. I guess I do like the escape, although I'm very bad at the escape because I end up playing myself a lot, and that's like a thing that I try to shed a little bit when I do improv. Is and I'm also not great with like. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I might be perfectly fine at accents and voices and different things like that, but they're never like the first or second or third thing I think to do, mm. unless I'm purposely trying to be like that. So sometimes I'll put it in my in my mind that I'm like, okay whatever improv scene I'm about to do do some kind of voice like whatever line I'm about to say is my first line mm. I will say uh say it in a voice and I won't plan the voice or the line but I'll just like have a way of having like a cadence to my voice um so I'm I'm either uh either either a feeling of like happy or 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 um <laughs> What are other things that aren't happy? Uh, (laughs) Angry. (laughs) Sure, yeah. Uh, You're deciding in that moment. Try to do something like that or like do some sort of like uh, slight... Again, I'm not good at accents, but I can kind of like put on a a tiny, I guess affect is maybe it. Like if I want to be... Like, closer to a surfer guy in a thing, <laughs> I might, like, put that kind of voice in there. Yeah, yeah. Not an uh,
2: accent, but an intonation and a, yeah, a, a, yeah inflection.
0: Or be Talabunga, like, dude. I want to be neurotic. I want to be whatever. And I yeah. will try, to, and, like, I'll try to throw that in there. I'm also notoriously bad at keeping a character. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> i don't know sometimes like i think like the the bigger decision you make like if your voice is something like super ridiculous you might hold on to it harder than if it's like a tiny change yeah like if you're just like i don't know if you're like my voice will be annoyed that's like an easy one to forget like three lines into an improv scene because you were yeah. like well i came in annoyed and now i'm like now either you're ridiculous or something else happened where i, I got rid of annoyed but if you do like i'm a cowboy or whatever or I'm Batman, uh, you can hold on to that harder because you're like, well, this whole time I have to talk with this, like, annoying rasp or something. Right, it's
2: got this clearly defining thing of a character mm-hmm. that would just clearly be a different character if you stopped doing
0: it, basically.
2: Yeah. yeah. But, like, what what is it, I mean, that's all f- super fascinating. Uh, thank you um, <laughs> for that. But what, like, what what draws you to, like, wanting to get back on an improv stage anyway, even if you're not sort of, like, even if you don't think of it, as an escape or you don't think of it as like character work or accent work or whatever. Like what, what is it that, that draws you to playing a role yeah. at all? And it's a good question. Should I stop doing improv? <laughs> 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 if I don't have any good enough answer. <laughs> I just come on your podcast and end your improv career. No, uh, not at all. No, no. 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 I, I consider, I, <laughs> I, I mean, I have a sec, I follow up as well, but if you, if you feel like you want to answer that. No, I can't.
0: Uh, me. yeah. I mean, I think I just have fun doing it. Yeah, and i guess it is like just getting laughs i get is i guess it is getting laughs i guess it is the escape a little bit although i don't mind being myself and i do feel like i am often and probably probably my most my most effective when i am playing myself yeah. on stage because i often play the voice reason A.K. straight man in scenes and Same so season. i am often just like being me and observing and being like you're being weird because of this and like i've also found that i can get good laughs just you just state what's being weird and yeah. you can get good laughter from people. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's amazing how many scenes need specifically that thing, just yeah. someone reacting at the top of their emotional intelligence. And that I don't know, that um that really just while you're talking about that made me think about um Yeah, you you brought up the escape which I I you know, sort of tossed out there, but um the more I've learned about improv, the more my teachers have sort of been like a lot of your character work should be being yourself. Like that, Mm -hmm. that's what you're supposed to do because it, it'll be real. And, um, and that's part, partly, partly what brought up this topic today, uh, where I was sort of doing this. Yeah. We're curious about this dichotomy of like escape versus being yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's something really fascinating that I've discovered through improv, which is that like, they're not really opposite things, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, like when you get on stage to do a role, you can really only speak from your own experience, right? Yeah. Like you're really only pretending to be somebody else, yeah. and so you're only changing those little things about yeah. the character to make it yeah. that I mean, character and the rest of it's you.
0: I mean, your role might even be just like that—you're feigning interest in a thing, that you, like in the improv or in yeah. improv feigning. Like um, you know, someone's decided that you're a big fan of something. Yeah, they're like, "You're a huge oh, you love the Golden Girls" or something like that. And whether you know a lot about the Golden Girls or not, you might just play yourself and be like, but you just go like, oh, I love the Golden Girls and like kind of go off on it. And like, you've had to force yourself to be the person who loves the Golden Girls, even though you might not know anything about it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. A Betty White, Blanche. Yeah. That's <laughs> just all some words like, I could throw. Out. Yeah. <laughs> the 80s. <laughs> the 80s. <laughs> um, but like, that's, yeah, you're playing the role of like, just whatever they, whatever your scene partner labels you as is now the role you're playing. Yeah.
2: And you just have to sort of take on that and like what and then and then and then find find you know find the other things that might be true about that person you know in yeah. in a way that you can come up with, not how somebody else might
0: <laughs> right yeah. um that's it's actually like i've been thinking about this a lot i've been so i also I write sketch comedy and uh awesome. i sometimes I think about how um the written how written stuff and how jokes work and like all that kind of stuff and there is an interesting thing about how when you write something down like you know you're plotting it out you've planned it you can make people do way wilder stuff because you've written where they go yeah or sometimes like an improv one thing they might a, a teacher might say is like don't invent so much because you, you go off on tangents and oh, you're just like going yeah. wild and you're all, all over the place and like because you need the focus in improv and once you start going on so many tangents and making up so much stuff you've like lost sight of where you were going or, or whatever but in sketch you can kind of write that in because you can always write in how they get back on, right. on topic or you realize like why they're doing what they're doing um and also people i, I think can do because you know what the scene is all about from the top because <laughs> you wrote it <laughs> uh you could your actors can have a character that feeds into it the whole time right. where like if you're doing improv you might start off with the character and then you realize which is also this is not to say one is better than the other because this is maybe a pro for improv that like oh you started off as this like you started off as Batman <laughs> again uh, keep using that example and you find out like you're in like a knitting class or something That might not be... I mean, that's a pretty good sketch idea. Maybe I'll use that one. How could he move his hands then? You might not... (laughs) Very dexterity. Improv lets you go to the place you might not think you would have gone where sketch-like is... Emily's currently working out how
2: Batman would actually do this.
0: Yes. Good mind work. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Improv lets you go places you your brain might not have taken you there if you were yeah. thinking on your own where it should go. Right. You're sort mm-hmm. of
2: like with sketch, there's an intention and you can make it all end up there. Mm-hmm. But with improv, you have to be open to the hundred possibilities of, of different endings. And for that, you really have to be listening. That's kind yeah. of what you're saying, right? Yeah. You really have to be focused on the moment because uh, you can't just direct somebody else's you're, lines back to the... You're writing it live. The button, yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah.
1: Um, so... We talk a lot about improv, yeah, right. but and sketch, but um, you said that you do other role playing, mm-hmm. like games and um, stuff. Yep. What appeals to you about like Dungeons and Dragons in terms of role playing?
2: Well, I've been thinking about this a lot: the relationship between improv and Dungeons and Dragons, and I think ultimately the character work itself um, is really similar. Right, the actual role playing part of it. Um, is kind of similar. The, it's more fun the more you double down on the, the things you create. Um, the difference is kind of, the big differences are, one, it's much longer form, right? Mm-hmm. So you're sort of like playing this character for like a few hours uh, every week for like a long period of time, as long as your campaign lasts. Um, and f- when I got back into it as a, like a 30-year-old, um, recently, because I used to play when I was a kid, but then I didn't rediscovered it, I was like, this is, I get to create so much more personality to this mm-hmm. character, right? And I loved it. I was playing this bard that was just like bombastic and, um, and really, uh, just always trying to make sure everybody was having a good time. And, um, and that was a blast. Uh, and I, um, I just like fell in love with sort of like, creating different aspects and relating to these, to my friends in like Mm -hmm. another character voice. Mm -hmm. And there was no pressure to be funny every time, which made it fun and funny a lot of the time. Um, and then obviously the other, the other difference is like there are rules to determine kind of what happens. And that basically takes all of the pressure off of improv because it's not a performance. It's a performance for each other. Yeah. Um, and so I like that a lot too, because it's sort of, um, for those gamers of us, it sort of like gives you a world and rules within which to like, you know, it's yeah. like, I want to climb that wall. It's like, well, you rolled badly, so you fall down. Yeah. And and <laughs> then you you get to, you know, it's um it's like a world that pushes back instead of just other characters that yeah. push back. So that's something that I really love and I've just been fascinated by how Dungeons and Dragons is now becoming its own entertainment form with these shows that are like yeah. streaming Dungeons and Dragons mm-hmm. and people, like thousands of people are just watching other people
0: mm-hmm. play. Um, Emily and I, I, have you played Dun- Dungeons and Dragons beyond the one time we played together? No. So we played okay. it one time with some people and it, uh, and Matt,
2: have you played more than that one time? Or no, is that, that Okay. Both of but, your single yeah, experience.
0: Technically basically. I played some other role playing game at some point when I was a kid, but, um, I don't think it was that Dungeons and Dragons. It was yeah. one of those other ones. Um and I remember nothing about it. But I do remember playing ha- having a friend who owned like a the setup for it. Right. Um but uh and also did you ever play the well, whatever. There used to be like VHS role playing games, yeah. but like there was like a like a TV <laughs> Yeah,
2: like a video component. Like where yeah. there was like a cheesy low production Yeah.
0: Yeah. People I've talking also to played you about the rules. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um but uh atmosphere we were is that what it's called no that was was, just one example
2: but it was like fear spelled uh, f-e-a-r oh
0: my oh spooky spooky (laughs) yeah i'm scared i just had a flashback i don't want to play this role (laughs) uh uh, but we were playing and there was uh, i think like we were with mostly strangers or there's a few Mm -hmm. strangers there um it was this experience where we sort of got but there was a ton of people there and we all got split off on a different like table okay. to play with different people yeah and at first i was like i didn't i just literally knew nothing like we were picking characters and like the spells they could do or something like that aspect like the setup part yeah. and picking names and um i was like okay okay all right and then like the adventure part starts and i'm like and I'm a little like unsure of like how much feedback we're supposed to be giving to the dungeon master, and then at some point I'm like, oh, this is just improv. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I just start like asking questions and like talking to the group, but I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm just playing this person. It's an improv scene. I'm just gonna yes and a bunch of things, or like, or like dig down deeper and be like, oh, look over there. There's a. <laughs> So what, that was kind of
2: the lens that you were able to see it through in yeah. order to, like, yeah, get into it.
0: That's the only way I know how to, like... Was it fun at all, like, or was it just kind of, like, this is weird, we don't know these people, and... I had fun. Yeah, we had a good time. Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> once I got, like, silly about it, because also even the people we didn't know, none, I don't think anyone there was, like, super serious about it. Yeah. Um, I think maybe even the guy who was the dungeon master was like, oh, I'm just... This should be fun. Because <laughs> it was also a... It was specifically written, I think, to be, like, a two or three hour thing and then be done. Yeah. Um it wasn't or yeah it was like a short yes, it was a shorter story for this purpose. Yeah. And so we were also like, oh let's just do it and whatever and then we'll be done. <laughs> uh but it was yeah it was fun. Uh I think people had a good time. <laughs> I,
1: um I had a good time. It was okay. fun. Good. Yeah. Um are there what was my question? Did you say you're trying to do other role playing things like acting or? Um, yeah, I, I,
2: I, I don't remember whether I said that, but I, <laughs> I, I, do, I, do. I have done acting in the past. I did a lot of like musical theater growing up, like mm-hmm. regional um, or community theater um, in Western Massachusetts. Uh, shout out to Jaduke Productions and. Shouts to Jaduke. Shouts. <laughs> uh, it's s- not plugs yet. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, I missed that when I went to college because I did, I got really into college acapella and um, that was like my whole thing in college. And I loved it. I loved acapella, but I I felt like the acting and actual role playing um, part of my life was a little bit uh, mm-hmm. removed after that. And so I think when I discovered improv, it was magical because it scratched that, yeah acting itch but i got to be funny and write at the same time and it was like you, kind yeah. of this magical thing where i didn't have to do all these rehearsals or like you know listen to somebody that
0: i didn't improv is the um, perfect medium between uh actually acting and uh and Dungeons and dragons <laughs> the middle the middle road is improv <laughs> I, maybe that's maybe that's the conclusion yeah. that we've reached yeah the, and both all three things for nerds <laughs> freaking nerds
1: <laughs> um would you want to get into more like acting, acting stuff like sketch acting or regular acting?
2: Why do you have jobs? Yeah. Uh, yes. uh, yeah, I got all of them. I think, uh, yeah, that, I think that that is um, something I'm definitely, definitely open to. I want to uh, get back into um, I don't know if I necessarily want to like try to make a theater career, but I would I would um, definitely like to do more. Sketch acting, and then potentially um, like film and TV stuff, just yeah. to try it. I have no idea if I would like it. Yeah. I might hate it. Uh, it's t- always a grind according to the people I know who <laughs> to you know professionally yeah. act. But how about you guys, do you ever think about those things or?
1: Um, I've thought about doing sketch acting, yeah, and I, I did it once recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would do it again. Um, it was fun. It was much, I wouldn't say it was much different than improv, but it was more, and my problem with sketch writing is that it's a lot of homework yeah. and I, sure. I don't like homework.
2: You already have it. I already yeah. have homework. Yeah. Um, Welcome to my it's world. the great thing about improv. You show up and you, you do it. You show up and you do no, it. No. Yeah. Um, so many
0: people do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um,
1: but I did enjoy the experience and I, um, I would do it again.
0: Hmm. Would do again. I'm a sketch writer right uh so i am doing this right now <laughs> sure and you um, you you act in your own sketches as well uh so sometimes. i um so i'm a, i'm specifically a writer on a sketch team um although sometimes my my acting services are called into serve into service how did i want to say that <laughs> uh for instance in my most recent sketch show i played one of the seven dwarves um <laughs> i was bashful oh had uh i was Matt, told I known did, for being bashful I, was told I did a pretty good job uh, <laughs> uh i also played a boy scout which um i played completely as myself so you played it's, yourself i am a boy. <laughs> i literally we were trying to cast out the role um and it's like a walk-on role so the character only says two lines um but uh we were trying to cast it and it was like in the stage directions it was like uh so-and-so comes out in a full Boy Scout uniform, et cetera, et cetera. And I, like, I turn to everyone and I go, just so we're all aware, I have a Boy Scout uniform that fits me in my apartment in Brooklyn, <laughs> so... If we need somebody to play this character, I can do it. <laughs> what do you mean if and we then, need? <laughs> and then it was like, okay, well, you're in, you're doing this part. Now. Yeah. <laughs> like it was literally. Uh oh, I think it was actually I think we had done it was our first rehearsal, but for some reason this role, I think cuz it was just a walk-on, hadn't been cast yet. Yeah. And then it was like we need someone for this, and I was like, just so everyone knows. <laughs> and then in the moment, it was like, okay, yes, you are playing that. How, how far very... into the Boy Scouts did you go? Uh, I, I yeah, I'm an Eagle Scout. You're an Eagle Scout. And you uh, did the
2: whole thing?
0: Yeah, I really I did, and I was like a, I was like a, I did the things in it until I was like 21 or 22, like being an, either an adult. Assist, uh, Impressive assistant of some kind or yeah. I was a camp counselor t- from sixteen through nineteen, age sixteen through nineteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah, I, I did a lot of Boy Scouting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a, sounds like
2: a few less years than you, but I was like up you know, until I was maybe sixteen or so. Mm-hmm. Boy Scout, Cub Scout, Boy Scout thing.
0: I did so much of it. It was my summer job for four years. Oh. Um, I never made any money off of it. That was my problem. I didn't make much. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> Although my uh, last year I worked there, I was the highest paid non wow 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 non uh, highest paid non um like if you were non- if you scoutmaster like non- if you I think Scout well, well Scoutmasters don't get paid anything. That's oh. a volunteer position. No, Jeez. I was right. uh, I was the director of the handicraft lodge, um, but I got paid more more than anyone who wasn't like a salaried employee like there were like because i was just paid for the summer but there were people that had like higher positions that worked for the greater boy scouts that worked there but as far as like camp staff i was like the highest paid camp staff person it was still experience not much yeah yeah, sure (laughs) um but uh yeah so oh anyways sometimes i act um and occasionally i have done other people's shows but uh my team i'm mostly writing and i am i'm not yeah i do think talking about this is interesting from a writer's perspective because i do think because i often have to be writing in the voice of a character that i've made up so i'm not acting as them but i am pretending i'm a person yeah 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 (laughs) Uh, which is
2: ultimately i think just another form of role playing i mean you're just you're just improvising it and writing it down
0: this is written written down role play it's like a role play essay (laughs) (laughs) um but that yeah and i yeah i definitely do some acting and uh here and there, but I—I'd say that's—I think I've decided. Well, I'm gonna—I uh, do put like YouTube videos out uh, every mm-hmm. once in a while, but uh, I don't know that acting is my main thing. But yeah. I, definitely, the writing is a thing that I'm trying to, you know, pursue, push forward with, etc. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for
2: indulging me on in my on my topic because that was uh yeah. It was a fun. It was fun to just get,
0: be like, do other people feel this way about yeah. <laughs> <their laughs> role playing? Um, have you? Um, considered doing character just like the character sort of stand up as a character kind of thing. That's a good question. Um I've done some
2: stand up and a little bit uh, of it has been character work, but mostly I've felt like it was my own voice just with jokes that I wrote. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm a little confused about like embarrassingly a little bit confused about how the character thing works like at UCB where they're just talking about character and I know you go up and you monologue as a character or do a you know, a bit. But to me, that feels like a weird bridge between sort of the stand up and improv worlds. It's like, a, there's a character, but they're by themselves, you yeah. know? And, and I, uh, I guess I haven't been like, yeah, I haven't really considered it as something I want to do next. But now that you're saying it, I'm like, well, maybe this is exactly <laughs> what I want like to is. do. Cause I like yeah. doing
0: the voices and things. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I've recently come across this discovery about character or like mm. about comedy in general about um, like how we perceive what is funny. <laughs> I'm getting really heady all of a sudden, but uh, I more or less mean I, I kind of think about I was thinking about like sort of uh, Twitter or Facebook like when people just like write jokes online, like mm. they tend to just write a joke and even and a lot of stand up is just like writing a joke. Um, but the difference between writing a joke and, say, doing improv or or a sketch or a character is that you are the joke. Yeah. Um, I mean, some people do certainly do self deprecating stand up, and that's that's one kind of way of doing it. But like, I kind of thought about Stephen Colbert in this. Like, when he got his start, or not his start, but when he's doing the Colbert Show, or Colbert, R- Colbert rapport, yeah, he's playing a right wing nut job, and that's what makes him so funny. Is he can like really lay into it. He's not writing jokes he's like John Stewart would on the daily show he's not going like look at how dumb Mitch McConnell is he's like he's embodying and he goes I love Mitch McConnell because he hates poor people and like he's embodying it and he's making the joke about him his character um, and that's truly funny and I've actually realized this is what I don't like about jokes necessarily on Twitter is because people are just like pointing and a lot of political humor is like this where you're just pointing out like isn't so-and-so so dumb yeah isn't this other person so dumb and there's a certain like even if you don't like that other person they're making fun of there is still a certain meanness to it yeah but if you are playing a character and you're like hi i'm this and i'm a big stupid here for this reason or whatever now all of a sudden we're laughing at you you're embodying the comedy into yourself yep Um,
2: you're 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 becoming that that joke and uh and there's something actually very powerful about it, which you just outlined beautifully. Which is that, like, I'm being this, therefore, like, I sort of have, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not saying I'm completely other than this, this thing. Like, yeah. I'm taking it on, and you can laugh at me because I'm parodying. I'm, I'm actually being the yeah. yeah. Whereas the straight man, or, or you know, the voice of reason in an improv scene or any comedy scene, um, is sort of that stand-up role of going like, this is I'm pointing something out. Yeah right but th- when you're doing character work you're yeah exactly you're...
0: yeah and i do think i mean i didn't like the, the point earlier about how like the 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 person can just point out like this person's being ridiculous and they will get a laugh on that it's because mm-hmm. like half of people are like two camps or maybe three camps one camp is people who don't find anything funny the other (laughs) camp is like people who find the silly thing being funny and the third camp is that they need the silly thing explained and then they think it's funny yeah yeah and i think that might be like a turnoff sometimes for characters because sometimes because then you're only getting the people who think the silly thing is funny and not necessarily the people who are (laughs) who want to explain yeah um and then that's, that's interesting yeah that part i'm that part i've just discovered as we were talking about this mm-hmm. but i have been thinking this is all, all these things i've been thinking about a lot lately
1: <laughs> um i've thought about taking the character classes at ucb but they make me too nervous i want to do it and don't want to do it yeah i don't like to be on
2: top. oh we should talk about that a- after because i'm yeah i yeah. feel the same way yeah
1: we'll
0: talk about it another time exactly. i might also take them um, <laughs> we can all take the same one <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Um, But I think that's a wrap on this unless you have something else you wanted to get out there.
2: No. no, Uh,
1: Thank you very much. Let's do some plugs.
2: Yeah. What do you got to plug? Plug some
0: stuff. Matt,
1: what would you like to plug? (laughs)
2: Uh, You can just find information about upcoming shows that I have uh, on my Twitter or Instagram, both of which are Matt C. McCormick. Matt C-M-C-C-O-R-M-I-C-K. So yeah, check me out there for information on improv And uh, other
1: performances. And other Matt. Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh,
0: Yeah. I guess I can plug my uh, Sketch Team Souvenirs Best of Sketch Show, which is on January 9th, which is a Thursday, at, um, I believe we're at 8.30. (laughs) There's like 7 o'clock, 8. It's a best of night, so it's all 6 uh sketch teams from the magnet are all the same night and i think it's oh, seven nice. o'clock 8 30 and 10 are the three show times uh, i'll be there all night but uh, my specific thing that i wrote and might act in will be <laughs> at 8 30 <laughs> um, and that's that's it for now
1: i just want to tell the listeners that i don't have anything to plug but the ninth is four days after my birthday
0: oh happy birthday that's all. <laughs> happy early birthday thank uh, you and then I guess we can generally plug uh T B D has an Instagram, a Twitter, a Facebook, and an email address. At all of those, the username for all of them is T B D Podcast, all spelled out. T-E-A-B-D-P-O-D C A S T. And the email is at gmail.com. Uh so check out our socials. Yeah. How's Love that? when the socials are all the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A great job with that. Guys. Yeah. You know, ooh. there's not that. Any, there's no other TBD podcast out there. <laughs> That's that's perfect. And <laughs> that's our website, what you tb- want tbdpodcast.com. I Might be able to get tbd.com soon. I've real I found out the people that were sitting on that domain. I think let it go. So uh, maybe we will gonna grab them both. <laughs> uh, some people don't know we have a website, but we do. Let me state it right now that we do. <laughs> <laughs> go there. Um, all right. I think that's it. Right. Yeah, I think so. Well, Matt, thank you for coming. Yes. On, yeah. Bringing thank you a topic. for coming. Thank you for having me. This was lovely and the tea was lovely. Yes. I'm glad
1: I, both were lovely.
0: Wow. What a time we had. Um, <laughs> well, I've been Matt Armando. And
1: I have been Emily Riggins. <laughs>
0: and this has been TBD. With Matt Emily. Thank you. Bye.
1: Bye. We'll miss you.